here we are. Hope you guys had a good Christmas and a great holiday and enjoyed the Earth Mover episode with Lenny. Um, I thought the giveaway was pretty cool. Shout out to the winner. I'm recording this before the winner's announced, so you already know before this comes out. Anyways, on this episode, as you see, we got John and Hunter from Vigilante. Both of, both of them are super cool dudes. John is coming up on being uh, the longest running uh, episode guest, which is awesome. He has so many stories and cool things to say, and I trust his word on this podcast probably more than anybody. So fucking solid, so cool for him to take the time to come back by. And also Hunter, with his busy life, with his two jobs and kids, <clears throat> it's uh, he's, he's about an hour away from me, folks, so for him to come out as well, I really do appreciate it. Um, it's had a good time, great fucking time, good podcast, this band rules, um, check them out, I think they're playing, uh, I don't know if the uh, set times will be out, just fucking be to uh, Black Christmas on time this year, enjoy all the bands, you know, get familiar with the venue and your way around before you're wondering, you know, you're fucking scrambling to the next stage to catch your next favorite band and you don't know where you're going, so... I'm not I'm not going to sit here and ramble on this one. I want to get this episode out. Great one-hour, fun-filled conversation, especially Tater, the fucking uh, star of the show, pulling down all the podcast equipment. <laughs> he gets spooked easily, so it was actually pretty funny. I'm surprised the audio sounds good, except about um, 12 minutes before it ends. My microphone kind of cuts out, but you can still hear me. It's just a little faded. So with all that being said, thank you to John and Hunter and Vigilante. I can't wait to see what they do. They're playing Black Christmas. They got another show in February, February 23rd at Parts and Labor with D-Block, The Boy Detective, Hard Count, and uh, Enemy of God. Enemy of motherfucking God. It's going to be a great show. Get there early. Stay late. Buy food, great venue, cool people. Um, there's no pre-sale tickets. Probably a hundred person capacity. So uh, you know, don't fucking slip. Don't sleep. Don't slip and don't sleep. You better be there. If you're not, you ain't shit. The hunter and John. Recording. Yeah. From fucking What's up? One of Detroit's newest and hardest, in my opinion, fucking uh, band. And I appreciate you guys coming by. John. Oh yeah, man. Round three, yeah. actually five, if you want to count the other two that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, the re-recordings. Good, good to be back in the Terror Zone, uh, the um, of Terror speakeasy. Zone basement, dude. Speakeasy, the speakeasy. The speakeasy, it is. This place is sick. It is pretty cool down here. I enjoy it. I'm, I'm glad when people actually come over and do it. It's fun. You yeah. know, like people who I can't reach, you know, we've got to do well, the then, fucking Zoom then thing. Then you're not like Jeremy uh, freezing up every five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must be that fucking Bay City Internet. Yeah. Seriously, because I had mine yeah. plugged into a landline still got and everything. That, they still got that, uh, that dial-up connection. <laughs> he does, so shout out to dial-up, I guess. Yeah. Shout out to AOL. 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 My my email's still AOL. It is. He's not lying. <laughs> it's legit. It has an AOL email. I just email. can't get rid of it. I believe it. So, I mean, the cool thing about this one is got Hunter here, the front man of Vigilante. Um, I've been wanting to have you on for a while because you did oh, fucking yeah. Love is Red. That was quite a notable band, you know, through some years early on. And uh, so it's cool because I found out about that band on a hate breed tour when they came Agnostic Front. Yeah. I think it was Diecast. Yeah, at Harpo's. I didn't know who you guys were. Yeah. But I, I always say, I told you this, what caught me was the entry you guys came out to was the fucking uh, Young Buck, Welcome to Cashville I intro. I love it, dude. I love that you remember that. <laughs> it, it, it makes me say, I hope y'all motherfuckers brought an extra clip. It's the hardest shit ever. Yeah, we, we were repping Nashville hard at the time. I mean, some of the, some of the guys in the band were from Alabama. We all collectively at the time were living in Nashville. And... uh yeah, it was crazy because uh, you know G Unit was big and and Young Buck came out and it was it was really the only rapper from Nashville that came out and that record was sick and that intro was sick so <laughs> we figured for the Hate Breed tour fuck it let's do it. I feel like didn't you didn't you want to do like a like a gangster rap song for our first show like before we played or something? Yeah, yeah. well and and we'll probably something we'll probably play it yeah. before our next show because yeah. we just didn't have sound. No, we were gonna play some Gucci Mane. Which uh, Black Christmas used on one of their promos, Sick. East Atlanta Santa. So the song that I, I was like, it would be fucking great. And then 
And I was like, you know, I know I like these people. I know I know we're good people here when yeah. they're playing that. So yeah, a little Gucci. Sorry, this took a turn for rap music. Didn't mean to make it happen. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I love hip-hop. I don't get mad when I hear good hip-hop anyway. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very selective when it comes to hip-hop. I'm like a vocal guy. Like there's just like some vocal styles I really like and then a lot I can't get behind. John's more of a journey guy. Journey? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Cut this off. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We're done. Oh, Hunter, God. anyway. No. Yeah. No, man. It, it's uh, That was fun. That's kind of when John and I met was back in the early 2000s playing shows. And uh, we used to love playing in Detroit. It was always fucking awesome. That Harpo show still lives in infamy. Like uh, from people that we met and just the sheer violence that happened on the Harpo's floor that night during April was fucking insane. Did you and guys get robbed at all? Or? No, we were told not to leave the parking lot <laughs> yeah, or we right. would get shot legitimately <laughs> when we got there. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, that was good times. We, we used to love playing. You, you know, the Detroit. first show I met Hunter at was Tyrant played with Love is Red at the Bottle Rocket Fest in Toledo. That was the, Holy shit. the infamous kid got his ear ripped off brawl. And uh, I... Was that when you guys had that to die for? Man? Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. that trailer. They had this sick everywhere. ass like to die for like van that had like a bunch of graffiti or something all over. We just it. tagged it. We just yeah. tagged a trailer and we fucking toured like ridiculously. So we just drove it everywhere and tagged it and took it everywhere. And yeah. I remember we're it's like, tight. what do you got to do to get a to die for? Because <laughs> it was like all like painted with all this like tattoo flash and stuff. I was like, damn. Yeah. That's fucking cool. We man. just asked yeah. them. They just came out to a show one time in Orange County and did it like. In the parking lot. It was awesome. Fuck. So, are you from Nashville? Is that where you're like originally from? No, well, so... What's I'm a little fr- story? How'd you get into hardcore, yeah. any type of heavy music? Let's run that down real quick. Dude, I'm from Atlanta. Um, I grew up in Atlanta. I started going to shows in Atlanta. That's, that's my hometown scene. Um, I started listening to, you know, same way a lot of people did in the 90s. Like, you maybe knew somebody that knew of a band or turned you on to something, right? And so... Some kids in my high school, we, we all, you know, one of them had an older brother and introduced us to music. We all listened to punk. We all listened to metal and then started listening to, you know, that was the time when Victory was just on top of the world. So then started hearing like gateway bands like Snapcase and Strife and Earth Crisis and then through, you know, Hellcat Records and, and stuff like that, hearing all the New York stuff from the Rancid Connections so hearing Sick of It All and Madball and H2O and Agnostic Front and Scarhead and, you know, Shut Down and it just like it went on and on. And so like, yeah, dude, that was like, uh, you know, mid, mid to late 90s. And then uh, I, you know, went to shows in Atlanta. Atlanta had a crazy scene back then, uh, a, a crazy straight edge uh, atheist uh get naked jump on your head uh punch you if you got mad and called you a homophobe wild times in atlanta (laughs) and uh it was funny man it was a scene that was like vegan straight edge all about politics all about anti-religion all about you know more than kind of like the tough guy side of hardcore that was happening in other places right uh but it was always really weird listening and liking the tough guy heavier stuff but also like kind of growing up in that more uh hardcore with a message scene right for sure. But uh, yeah, and then I moved to Nashville and, um, you know, lived there uh, for a few years in the early 2000s and did shows there, uh, got into Love is Red there. They were already a band, their singer quit and they asked me to be in the band. Um, and then we all, you know, Nashville kind of exploded right then. And so we had, you know, we were touring a lot. We were doing a ton of shows there. Bands were coming through um, and uh, it was awesome. Yeah. And then that, you know, from there, I ended up moving back to Atlanta. I lived in Atlanta for a long time until I moved up here in like 2015. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Damn. I ran that down quick. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I talk fast, uh, I guess. <laughs> no, you're good. No, like, see, when I think of like uh, Nashville, I couldn't think of one like hardcore band from there. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe I just don't know. But is there any other like uh, notable hardcore bands either from Atlanta or Nashville? I just feel like I don't know anything mm-hmm. off the top of my head. That like anybody Nashville would. had like punk bands in the late nineties, like the Teen Idols. Um, I definitely know that band. Tennessee had like a thrash wave of like um like tragedy and from Ashes Rise and like his heroes gone and a lot of those don't, bands don't forget uh loosely. Fist. Yeah, Clenched Fist was Memphis. Like okay. that was definitely shout out Clench Fist. They're, they're definitely like late nineties. Yep. The the singer it'd be so funny because in between songs it'd be like 
like with his southern accent, like, "Hey everybody, let's fucking mosh this shit up, man!" And you're I like, "What see the spin fuck?" Kicks. <laughs> yeah, people no, like, you got it. You got that southern wang, they call people a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it just was funny because the way he looked, you know, he kind of looked super thuggish. And... No, shout out to Clinchfist. They were like New York yeah, hardcore sweet. out of Memphis, but it was like, you know, there wasn't a ton happening, and so. You know, really, if you lived in Tennessee, you went to shows in Tennessee or Alabama or Louisville, Kentucky or Atlanta or South Carolina because there was, you know, every scene had a little bit going on, but you just would go everywhere. Right. Like and um, there wasn't a lot of bands, you know, really coming out of Nashville at that time and in kind of the early 2000s. And, uh, you know, and a lot of like hardcore, what we think of hardcore wasn't really happening very much in Nashville either. It was more limited to like some house shows or like crush shows or like punk shit, but kind of the hardcore that we think of today or whatever started to explode. It wasn't really happening at that time. And that was part of the reason why I did a ton of shows. Cause I just wanted to fucking see bands, you know, it was like, I wanted to see them. I'll book a show, I'll get them here and cool, you know, and we'll go from there. So, um, but yeah, but Nashville now is popping off like Nashville. I mean, hardcore everywhere is going crazy right now, but yeah, down there is wild. And then Atlanta, you know, there's always been good music from Atlanta. There was tons of bands in the late 90s from there. Um, like Act of Faith was a, was a big band down there at the time. There was a bunch of straight edge bands. Um, no Comply was big around there. Downpour was this band that was around for a while. Um, you know, a lot of straight edge bands, a lot of faster bands, stuff like that came Foundation. out of Atlanta. Yeah, and Foundation yeah. turned into probably the biggest yeah. thing, you know, that ever came out of that city. And I mean... They're, you know, they're fucking awesome. So, you know, Atlanta would been. not book Tyrant. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tried so many times on every tour we played to try to get an Atlanta show and they would never book us. They're like, no, you're not playing our city. Dude, Atlanta was famously kind of like an asshole scene, you know, and like and the people there kind of took pride in just being assholes. And like Atlanta was very much not about tough guy beat down style hardcore it just wasn't it, it was almost like we think we're smarter and better than that because we're gonna be vegan and straight edge and atheists and we got a message call, yeah and so it's like we're not going to shows to mosh and like beat each other up. we're going to shows to like sing along and like fucking be a part of this and like believe it together mm -hmm. right and like dude there was a lot of bands like i mean john jokes about that it's funny but there's probably a lot of bands like that that were more heavier beat down new york hardcore style that would like you know i mean it even the, dude even some of the bigger new york hardcore bands would come down there and it like it wouldn't pop off like you think but that was kind of you know that was kind of how atlanta was for a long time and it changed like the mid-2000s it changed and things just started going crazy in atlanta uh around the mid-2000s kind of like when the foundation kids started you know going to shows a lot and kind of the birthing of that i think that was like the second wave of atlanta hardcore was like Oh five, my boy Matt and I were doing shows and putting records out and, you know, bringing all the Virginia bands and the Richmond bands down and like the Florida bands that were that were popping off at the time. And like it, Atlanta just exploded and kind of blew out that we're only going to be this like elitist asshole, you know, and then turned into like, you know, a vibrant scene where people were just going fucking crazy and having you fun, you know, can't have any face tattoos. <laughs> What's that? Any, any face tattoos there in Atlanta? No, nah, I mean, tattoos? you know, dude, fuck no. There definitely weren't any kids with fucking varsity X's on their cheeks. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, hand, hand tattoos and neck tattoos. You know, Atlanta got, Atlanta was a pretty tattooed city, and uh, all my friends got pretty covered up pretty early. But yeah, the face tattoos, that I, that was some wild shit. I think, I think Detroit was what brought the straight edge hardcore and courage crew in general. Straight well, edge face tattoos. I feel like Syracuse too was like that. Like the first <laughs> time I went to Syracuse, I was like, holy shit, everybody has face tattoos here. It, it was weird <laughs> to see more than like two or three people like in Detroit. Yeah, there's only a handful of them. But yeah, in Syracuse, it seemed like there's a ton. Yeah. I've always heard, you know, everybody I've ever talked to when they think about Detroit, they, they think of people with face tattoos. Like yeah. how they're like, yeah, yeah, whoever they're from, they come to Detroit or they've seen people from Detroit and they're like, it's like the tattoos are yep. fucking insane. <laughs> like, eh, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I was... Now, now I, you could be bagging groceries and, he's, you know, the, the um, grocery store person has a face tattoo. Pretty, <laughs> that does happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey. Yeah. What? The, the, you, I was just listening to uh, 
shout out the the One Life One Chance podcast and the comedian Shane Smith or whatever the Salt oh, yeah. Lake City dude. Yeah, he's pretty funny. And uh, you know that's another scene like in the early two thousands that was like Detroit, absolutely fucking wild with straight edge insanity and violence and craziness and face tattoos was Salt Lake City, Utah. Shit was bananas very similar to detroit like two similar scenes of just wild violent fucking madness in two totally different parts of the country but uh it was funny hearing him actually talking about that it, it brought some memories back that is funny because i didn't even know that until i did a podcast with uh, fucking zach he told me because he lives in salt yeah. lake city he's like oh yeah it's, it's fucking that, rampant it's like there's chaos the, the, the four brothers edge. that live there they yeah. welcomed him with open arms they're like you'll yeah. fit right in he's definitely a militant yeah. straight edge <laughs> oh, style yeah. out there yeah yeah. Yeah. And shout out Keith that did our flyer for our first show. He's an old Salt Lake City dude and he used to tattoo a lot of those people back in the nineties and shit. And then he moved to Atlanta and tattooed me a ton there. But yeah, dude, it was crazy out there. That's cool. Um, so it, with you moving back up, well, here to fucking Detroit, was it like an easy, like, a, like an easy transition? Like within the scene, I know it's probably weird, like moving up here, like personally, but like, yeah, <laughs> still I, enjoying hardcore and finding your place, you know, what? Is it easy just to fucking to get in where you fit in? Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, so I've, I've, I've been in remote tech sales for over a decade now, right? And so I moved up here. My wife is from Michigan. Um, we were living in Atlanta. It dealt with some bullshit. Like she got carjacked at gunpoint in our, in our complex. And we had had, you know, we've been robbed and just... You know, Atlanta is kind of like living in downtown Detroit. You're going to deal with all the extracurricular shit. And we were just over it. We wanted to move. And, and her family's up here. So I could work wherever. So we moved up here. Um, you know, we were starting to have kids and have a family. And, um, yeah, we moved up here. And, I mean, at the time, like, I didn't know anybody up here. I didn't have any friends up here. I didn't have any, you know, circle of people or really anything. So, you know, basically we moved up. We had our first kid. I don't know, maybe six months or so into that, you know, I was like, I'm just going to start going to shows. Like I just need to meet people and I don't know anything else, but fucking hardcore. Um, you know, and early on it was like, you know, I went to, you know, a few shows like probably 2016, I think was when I started, you know, going to shows. I probably lived up here for six months or something. And, um, yeah, dude, I, you know, like I instantly met people. It was cool. Cause there was people that were like, Hey man, I, did you just sing in this band? And like, you know, started talking and like some of the OGs, like, you know, Kenny and, you know, Brian and, and, you know, some of the dudes that kind of, as soon as I moved up here, like started talking me up at shows and we're just cool. And, um, you know, and I met Jimmy and the Edgeman crew through Roger and some of the guys from my band, Roger's in trial now and, and hollow toured with them. And so he linked me up with Jimmy and, um, you know, I eventually met John through another friend, uh, you know, after I'd been up here, but yeah, dude. I mean, it's like if you go to hardcore shows your whole life, it's like one thing you fucking know. So like you could go anywhere and go to a hardcore show and like you're going to just see people that you know and you understand and you're into the same shit. And like, you know what I mean? Like hardcore is so unique that like if you show up in the same like 60 of you are in a room, like there's a reason you fucking got there. It's not like you just, you know, <laughs> heard it on the radio and happened to walk into a fucking, you know, like. Yeah, man. So, I feel like it's it, always too like anywhere you go out of state, you'll always see if someone oh, I know that dude, like from a band or, you know, yeah. oh, they used to live in Michigan and now they're in Colorado <laughs> or something. Like, oh shit, there's so-and-so. Yeah. It's cool. always like one person you'll, you'll Yeah, see. totally. Yeah. I got a, like an example. Um, I went to Vegas in October. I was just going for some other shit. I went to uh, that, I'm a, the When We Were Young Fest. It was a bunch of yeah, fun, yeah. emo bands and shit, but it was really cool. Uh, like Sum 41, Newfound Glory, oh, yeah. Blink-182, Offspring. Live Nation, of, like 100,000 people go. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, crazy it's like insane. that. Yeah. But I was supposed to come back on a Sunday, but my flight got canceled. They're like, yeah, no flights till Tuesday. I was like, that fucking sucks because you got to get in you know, a hotel, got to pay for more food and shit. But there was a hardcore show that night. It was um, uh, Gates to Hell and uh, Dying Wish was... Uh, oh, shit. They were at like a post, like a Legion fucking... Like, or like a VFW or whatever. Vegas, right dude. to fucking walking distance. Yeah. A five-minute fucking walk from my hotel. And I was like, That's perfect. Cool. It's tonight. It fucking... It was like 18 bucks, whatever. And uh, we just go there. And I booked uh, Gates to Hell one time. You know, they came through fucking... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, and... um. So it was cool just to see him, Ryan, shout out that band. They're awesome. And it was cool just like being in a room in like a different scene, like fucking different region all the way across yeah. the country and just still feel like I'm at, yeah, I know where I'm at, yeah. you know, like all these people 
we all have something in You're common. all there for the same reason, and right? Yeah. A, a million other people in Vegas right now that are fucking yeah. disgusting degenerates. Yeah. And then there's these like 50 disgusting degenerates. They have a little <laughs> better understanding of each other yeah. than the rest of them. And it was just cool. Just because they're like, they're like uh, where are you from? And they know you're not from there. You know, there yeah, for yeah, show. Yeah. I was like, See, you're not from you this area. you had an X on your face, they do it. You're from Detroit. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like, ah, from Detroit. They're like, oh, cool. You know, I moshed for um, uh, Gates to Hell. They're like, hell yeah. That's not Vegas style. <laughs> you know, like, a couple of people were like, ah, where are you from? Like, did you come with the band or something? Like, I'm just trapped in Vegas. And yeah. It's a hardcore show tonight. Yeah. So I'm here, man. Dude, weren't we talking the other day about the. The fucking Folsom Junkyard yeah. in yeah. Vegas. Well, I got married in Vegas. And uh, so the, the big, huge, um, it's called the Boneyard. It's it's all the old Vegas signs in like a compound. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it's like, like on Las yeah. Vegas Boulevard. Yep. You, like, you like buy all the marriage places, right? Uh, no, no, no. It's just like a museum, basically. Oh. Yeah. And you have to pay to get into it. Oh, it might be a different thing I'm thinking yeah. of then. But um, that's that's where we had our, our ceremony. But uh, it's funny. I, I think. The day before, I was wearing a hardcore band shirt, and this kid's like, "Like, what's up? You from here?" I'm like, "No, no, just visiting." He's like, "Oh yeah, I go to shows," and I'm like, "Oh cool." He's like, "Remember Folsom?" And I'm like, "I do remember Folsom." If you're a viper, yeah. <laughs> I love that band. Yeah, Dude, and they used to do Hammerland Crew. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do shows at like a fucking uh, in a junkyard out there yeah. or whatever. I don't like, let it die played there one time. I yeah. do know that because I. Uh, Jeff talked to me about it before. He said they played in a fucking junkyard yeah. with dust kicking up, yeah. rocks, yeah. gravel. It's just <laughs> dangerous. Place, <laughs> yeah. It's not surprising you went to a show to VFW. That's kind of like how it is out there, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude, it was awesome. Dude, there's actually a big fucking show there in um, January and February. I was going to try to go back, but. Hell yeah. I want to go to the Punk Rock suck. Museum, too. That oh, shit yeah. looks cool out that there. Looks cool. There's Tater. What time. up, Tater? Uh, he's kind of sk- fucking skittish, but so he might run away. Um, but no, f- Vegas. And he said one time somebody noticed like a hardcore shirt you were wearing. A yeah. couple times ago, I went. And I was wearing a fucking tsunami shirt, and these two old people were like, "My son said he likes your shirt. He's That's over funny. there." It was like this little, like you know, <laughs> little shy. yeah, little like seventeen year old yeah. kid. I was like, "All right, cool." Dude, it, I was like, "Give him a sticker for like hey, check out my podcast." <laughs> if, if you ever go hiking anywhere. Wear a hardcore band shirt. I swear you'll run into so many people that are like, oh, shit, Earth Crisis. Or, oh, yeah. I used to see them when I, like, hikers are like all ex <laughs> hardcore people. Hardcore and normal. They're looking, crisis. they're foraging for berries, <laughs> right? Earth Crisis fans. Um, yeah. <laughs> Finding mushrooms and berries. They're foraging like, vegetables. <laughs> Tater, you're so scared. Look at him run. Look at fuck. Um, oh, poor Tater. Yeah, he's just. I'm just really nervous around other people. This, I'm surprised hey, he's down here, to be honest. I think he feels my energy. Yeah. Dumb. He'll sniff you, then you'll Dude. take right off. What's up, Tate? Uh, so, up? uh... Yeah, Tate. John and I met. Yeah. Like, we yeah, knew each good. other from the me? early 2000s. We knew of our bands. We played shows, you know, Midwest together for sure. We broke up really probably when tyrant started doing more stuff i think definitely tyrant was you know kind of lasted past us and so from touring times i think we played a handful of shows but then got reconnected up here it was cool a friend danvers shout out danvers he's from denver uh you know yeah dude did a love is red show at U- uh, University of Colorado, like twenty five years ago, or I don't know, how long ago. He's the one that ago. filmed that Bane documentary. Oh no yeah. shit, yeah. that's yeah, cool. Super yep. good dude. He used yep. to play in a band called As We Speak, and so my my older bands would play with him all the time. Yep, so good. And uh, yeah, dude, he linked us up, and and uh, yeah, created this this bond of, of old hardcore dudes in yeah. Detroit. Good, good, man. Yeah. Look, it's never too so, late. I, I was yeah, thinking dude, about awesome. starting another band, like singing like a straight edge band. And then when I started talking to Hunter, Hunter's like, man, we should start a band. And I'm like, I've always loved his vocal style. It's very unique. Oh, thanks, you know, dude. It, it, it's just Aww. different. You know, it's it's not just like the, the typical hardcore kind of voice style. And I was like, man, do I start another band and sing, which I haven't done in a while, or start a band with Hunter and have him sing? I'm like, yeah, I'd rather do that. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Came together good. Well, I mean, you guys have been talking about it for a while yeah. now, for more than a year, it seems, at this point, if not. Yeah, we start, man, I feel like we had a, a few kind of get-together practices. You know, the idea was like it in was the like air for a little while. It was like a couple years ago, I think, oh, okay. yeah, because yeah. we... 
we started kind of playing around with some songs and then took a little break and, and, you know, had, had a couple of people come in and trying to put together a lineup and it just, it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't hitting right. So, you know, we just, it took us a bit to try to get all the right guys lined, you know, lined up and, uh, yeah. And we're old. I got yeah. two kids. I work two jobs. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, dude. It's like, I live out in Ann Arbor. John lives in Royal Oak or, or uh, Oak Park. So it's just like, you know, life too, when you get to a certain point of putting together, writing music, putting your head down, making shit happen. It's just different when you're, you know, at a different point, right? Yeah. So it took a little longer, but it's all right. It's, for coming together, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, was it like hard, like agreeing, like on like a sound? Or is there any like, uh, you know, you guys that. are still, I'm sure, no. sure it'll f- probably evolve the more yeah. you guys go. But uh, yeah, especially it, when yeah. you get more people writing too, like Joe writing stuff and me, and you know maybe Andrew will write some stuff. You know, we'll get a kind of a mixture of stuff. So it, it, I don't think the sound was really even. No, we wanted to play it's heavy just whatever hardcore. happens happens. Yeah. Uh, it was more the like the name and the you know all the other band stuff that you know you try to get five people to all agree on one thing. It's like that's the <laughs> tough part. You came up with the name. Oh, Joe Plonky came up. Yeah, with the Joe name. did. He, came, and, he Joe. Came and big too. deal. They band fucking rules. We too. we yeah. got together yeah. and we're like, look, we're not leaving until we have a band name. And we yeah. we kind of were like, okay, we kind of ended up if, leaving uh, without a band. <laughs> yeah, we kind of left without a band name, but we're like, well, there's this name, you know, let's try to come up with something better, and you know, we're all just like throwing ideas out in text and whatever, <laughs> and it it just was grueling. And then Joe texts one day, he's like, "What do you guys think about Vigilante?" And we we're all like, "Yeah, that's, that's good. cool. We'll do it. Good so, enough. Let's go." Yeah, we'll probably, we'll, <laughs> no, we'll no. probably end up fighting a bunch of bikers. You know, or something. <laughs> and you turned it into a song, though, Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. You know, it's, I mean, it, you know, just took inspiration from the idea of it and wrote a song around it and, yeah. fucking, you know, know the name, stamp it in, you know, know who yeah. we are. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's cool, though, because, like, obviously, you know, it's like, you know you're not like reinventing the wheel or anything nope. what you guys are doing so right. it's it's cool to add you know their layer to fucking Detroit hardcore another newer band with uh with talented musicians who've been doing it a long time and you know all these ideas because like I, i'm sure as a musician you just have all these sayings coming and going all the time and you know to put what you have in your head you know for yeah. fu- people to hear and well, you record it, it and you got to be fucking happy with and the it's outcome it's not like you're one band coming out you know it's like you're coming out amongst like 20 band. I mean, there's like it's bands just popping. It's yeah, crazy. And there's so crazy. much good stuff that yeah. it, you, you don't want to get lost in the mix, you know? So you want to try to stand out. It's tough though. Cause it, it, some of these young kid bands, the riffs they're playing and it, I mean, you know, really good. Yeah. Detroit. I mean, moving here, like as soon as I started going to shows and seeing all the different venues that were here, like it, I mean, Detroit has something special going on for real. With the amount of venues, with no barricades, with low stages that are perfect for hardcore shows, with the amount of promoters that are doing shows, with the turnouts for shows, you know, going to some of the early shows early on and shit was just going wild. And it was, you know, it was cool seeing it and, you know, and then seeing all these different bands like, uh, you know, Detain was, was, you know, still going on when I moved up here and seeing them going off and the response they got and obviously knowing you know, Freedom and, you know, some of that True Blue, some of the other bands before that and stuff. And um, and obviously Tyrant from back in the day. And, you know, uh, but it's also, it was like, damn, this scene's just popping. Like, let's have some fucking fun. Let's do a band. Let's get involved. Let's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's let's have fun with it. And, you know, you know, I think COVID, everybody got itches to write music and do more stuff. And I, and I think, too, it, it comes down to, like, just people, you support it, you know, I almost feel like 15, 20 years ago, there was like this, there could be a new band and people just were like, eh, you know, not giving them a chance, not going to their shows, not supporting them. But I feel like people now, they're just like supporting it all. Like, you know, almost like uh, patting each other on the back, which is cool. Yeah. yeah everybody is like yeah. actually literally yeah. lifting you, each yeah. other, like fucking supporting and yeah, sharing cool, and That's putting it, it out be. there. Yeah. It's wild to see, yeah. man. Cause like what you said, John, like, I mean, you, you can't, can you can't always come out swinging like, uh, you know, some of the older New York hardcore bands. So they, you know, 
like Madball or something. You know, they just came out and they're just successful and did very well. And because of older bands they've been in or whatever, but you know, sometimes you got a band that comes up and you know, they need to be supported and their friends need to support them. And I feel like it didn't used to be like that. There was like that click that did well. Mm -hmm. Then there's all these other bands that just didn't seem to get the support they should have. And they probably were all good bands, you know? So yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, you've seen that in full circle probably numerous times at this point with, with how long you've been going to shows, but, uh, it's cool to see like, you know, just an example that one 10 for 10 show last year, which is also coming up again, January 6th. Um, it's, just like that was a sold out show on fucking New Year's Day, three hundred people watching yeah. a bunch of bands, ten it's bands awesome, that, yeah. you know, only a handful of people even fucking know about. Yeah. You yeah. know, compared you know, to the bigger picture, obviously. Yeah, and it's cool you can pack a room with three hundred people of you know hardworking regular folks. Yeah. We got asked to play that too. I we we did really want to play it. I I, I want to say. Andrew was out of town. Yeah, we just got a couple people out of town. Actually, yeah, I think he was out of state on vacation or something. Oh, way to ruin it, Andrew. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know where you, Andrew. I'm just kidding. No, but it's, you know, there's also, like, it's cool to say that there's that many bands to do a 10 for 10 local show, and you have bands that are local bands that aren't on the bill. There's that many bands, right? You know right. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And like, yeah. And, and ten bands that'll crazy come out and draw a couple hundred people. Yeah. Like ten, that many hardcore bands, that many punk, that many bands in this, you know, small independent music scene that can do that. Like, that's also sick. There's, you know, not a lot of scenes that can do that, right? That can sell out a local only show, right? Uh, on New Year's Day, right? Yeah. Without With a band that has a record on a, a big hardcore label or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's cool to see it happen. Um. I mean, fuck. Do you have any uh, favorite f- local bands right now, Hunter or John? Anything you really got your? What gets you going? Like, what's gonna get you excited to go to a local show? What's for anything to me, honestly? Gosh, man, I don't know. Uh, put lot, you on the spot. A lot of good ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, Moral Pollution. <laughs> yeah. Great heavy bands. Songs are really good. Um, I mean, never in a game, of course. But I don't know if you'd even. They're kind of transcendent from just being a local band. Um, yeah, they're pretty big now. <laughs> Bad Beat is sick, man. Yeah. I like Bad Beat a lot. Sure. Okay. Reminds yeah. me of a uh, cool. negative approach. Um, yep. D-Block, sick, heavy. Gosh, man, there's so many. It's like now I'm drawing a blank. That new yeah. band, Slice, uh, I like them. They're cool. They, so, are they from Toledo? Yeah, they're from Toledo. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, their singer, Ohio? I know that girl, uh, Safi Saffron. Yeah. She's from uh, Tiffin, Ohio. Huh. I can just assume the rest of the bands from the area because that's but like a smaller. They just dropped something, smaller. and I was listening to it. I was like, man, whoever writes these, I mean, there's some good riffs. Yeah. Really good. So they're a good band, yeah. and it's excited to see them. Uh, they're doing their little yeah. invasion right. on the F- Michigan 10 yeah. for 10 show, though, right. you know, to see them. Oh, that's cool. You know, find a spot on there. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the only I mean, out of state band, but they all support fucking Detroit. Like it's their yeah, home team. Yeah. So, so you know, Toledo's like forty five minutes away, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, we go to each other's shows. You know, yeah, often. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I thought Big Deal was sick, and like, you know, I met Joe, and I got introduced to some of those the dudes. Biggest and, of the deal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I Shout thought, out. you know, that show at the warehouse. uh, the first show back after COVID, you remember that never ending game end it? Yeah. I think that maybe was Big Deal's first show because yeah. I think that was like the first fucking show that happened in and Detroit. And Ground War, that band, it was it was two bands' first show. It was actually Ground War's first and last and. show. <laughs> <laughs> Which will happen, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Big Deal ended yeah. uh, never ending game and a yeah. uh, yeah, band from New Jersey, um, oh. Shackled. Oh, yeah. 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 They were on it too. Shout out Enemy of God. Yeah. They were my boys, Definitely. my straight edge brothers. Yeah, straight it was cool. Brothers. They are. And I mean, I, you know, John obviously told me, you know, got me into those bands when he was playing and filling in for Enemy of God and, and then uh, met the big deal dudes. And it was, we were fucking stoked that Joe wanted to be in this band. Like, you know, definitely some youth, you know, we're, we're old dudes. So definitely getting like some youth in the van was sick. Yeah. Thanks, Joe, for 
pulling the uh, the the youth. Thanks, Joe, for being young. You <laughs> <laughs> average on the median age. Uh, he's probably like fucking a, forty. Like when we text back and forth, he's probably like these fucking boomers. Boomer. God damn the it. fucking boomer. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't even know how to FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're just randomly butt dialing him all the time, and you know. <laughs> Having tech issues, but with <laughs> dude, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned fucking uh, Edge Men. Your guys' first show at Edge Men was a super good one. Where you guys, uh, it was sick. It was surprised at the Toys it for was, Tots thing. It was a like, uh, perfect sick. first show because we had already had Black uh, Christmas lined up, and you know that was going to be our first show. But I, I think we we were like, you know what, we should probably just try to put something together a first show. So. Um, Hunter was trying to get something going. It just, you know, wasn't developing. And then uh, we just got asked to play that. I'm like, that's probably the best perfect first show to do. That was sick. Yeah. It yeah. worked out perfect. Yeah. And then you got fucking Black Christmas. You know, in a week from now, well, this is going to come out, I don't know what I said, fucking like Wednesday, right so Saturday, Hell Black yeah. Christmas, that's going to be right, fucking right. crazy. I can't wait. It's going to be a good Black time. Black Christmas tickets still available. Still available. They're only like 34 bucks for 30 bands, no fees at the Garden Bowl. Yeah, dude. And Shout out Black Iris. Hell yeah. Booking, Ramona, Jeff. Dude, it's going to be a cool show, and it's great. I mean... <sighs> It's cool you guys are going to be in the Garden Bowl. Yeah. Like, like to see hardcore bands, like heavy hardcore yeah. bands in there. I've I've only seen a couple shows Dude, there. I've seen Hellmouth play that. Dude. It was, it was insane. Oh God, in the front right insane. there? Insane. And for anybody who doesn't know, it's going to be in the bottom of the Garden Bowl, right in front of fucking pizza restaurant, in front of a bar, in front of a bowling alley. Actually, the homeless people peeking in from outside. I think it's great. First... Can't wait, dude. Can't wait. <laughs> one of, so I think bad. one of the first Poison Tongue shows uh, was in the Garden Bowl. It was like after a terror show, like a after party. Wow. Do, do you remember that? I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like terror at the magic stick. And then after the show was over, Poison Tongues played the Garden Bowl. That was sick. Tater, you yeah, I haven't been to a That's show That's when Lenny was singing. It's, so it was a, a long, long time ago. Yeah. I'm psyched though. Yeah. I mean, it's like, dude, it's awesome. I mean, there's a ton of local bands, which is cool. There's a ton of bands that are cross genre bands, right? So, and I know that's always kind of been, you know, the thing of that show, uh, which is sick. And, uh, and then there's some, you know, hop over that. You're good. Earth mover and cold as life. I mean, holy shit. Dude, like, it's going to be wild. John sent us the flyer and we hadn't played a show yet. And we're on a flyer with those two bands. And I was just like, Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> like this is fucking insane. So. Dude. And it is cool. Cause I mean, you, you've been in the, in the scene as long as you have, have you ever had a chance to see um, either of those two no. before cold as life a couple months ago? Uh, no, no, I didn't. And cold as life. I mean, again, cold as life. Shout outs to Cold as Life. You know, they were they were not. <laughs> oh my god. Are we still on? Yeah, we're still recording. <laughs> Tater, Tater just ripped the, just, the computer. Just tore the tech down. Tater no. just got scared and ripped the whole setup <laughs> off the table. Oh, uh, Tater, you poor thing. Oh, the poor thing. Like, shit, where's the beer? Just don't get this shit. <laughs> Don't spill their beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 you're talking about Cold as Life and see them. That's hilarious. No, I mean, Earth Mover was a hugely influential band, you know, uh, back in the late 90s and early 2000s. And Cold as Life, you know, they were more of like a mystique of a band than anything down there. You know what I mean? Like, growing up in Atlanta and in Georgia, it was so different than anything that, you know, we listened to. And, and it was... You know, definitely a, a you know a band that was more like they're just the scariest thing that I've ever seen. You know, those are the scariest dudes in hardcore. Like that's just you know, and uh, kind of was. And uh, you know, but yeah, to to think about being on a show with them now is is like insane, and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, Earth Earth Mover is gonna be sick to see again. That uh, they did that Motor City Fest a couple years ago. That was pretty good, but. The show before that was in 2010 when Lenny did the Earth Mover reunion show, and that was that was probably one of the best Detroit shows. I mean, it, the lineup was great. It was like um, Earth Mover, Hate Inc., Tyrant, Hellmouth. Um, gosh, who else played that show? Damn, it was it was it was insane. Was it a shelter that one? Yeah. Earth Mover went on. It was nuts, man. Kids just clobbering each other, nonstop. Kids <laughs> jumping off this the little short stage, 
It was great. And that was when um, Lenny was booking shows at that time, yeah, right? Yeah, too? yeah. Nightbringer shows. Night, yep. And that was his band at the time, right? Yeah, Nightbringer was yeah. Uh, another band he had. Actually, they might have played that show. Too. Okay. Fuck. Yeah, I could be wrong. Dude. That, yeah, yeah. so much fucking history. It was cool because I just talked to him. This will be out. He'll already be out, but it was... I did one oh, with him before, so it was a real short episode. It was like about 35 minutes. We're yeah. just you know, packed in a bunch of cool shit real quick. Talked about the Hell Black yeah. Christmas and... Dude, yeah. it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad that, you know, he finally made the decision to jump back in the game, you yeah. know, with uh, with witnessing everything going on. It's like, how can you not yeah. be part of it right and now? I think he's he's like a lot of us, too, is, is you know, he, he, he had a kid. I shouldn't say a lot of us because I don't have a kid. But, <laughs> uh, like maybe how Hunter was saying, you know, you have a kid. And, you know, so he started a family. You know, he got out of the military. You know, and I think he's just focused on that, you know, his family and, you know, it's like sometimes you just get a taste of it again and you're just like, man, I miss this. And and that's how it's always been for me. Anytime I've ever been without a band for more than six months, I'm like, I need to start another band or <laughs> someone let me join their band. And unfortunately, the bands just don't last long enough. <laughs> and, you know, you, you write music, you put out a demo and play a couple shows and then break up and then you know that happens two three times and you just don't get enough out of it so and then you're filling in whenever you can yep yeah and then you just friends you know hey we fill in bass yeah so, you know but i mean it really like, threw me off if i'm pulling all that shit <laughs> that <laughs> was, was hilarious shaking up. i was like is everything was, i know <laughs> the fact that it's all still plugged in is still going <laughs> nothing came unplugged nothing yeah. came 20 unplugged. wires <laughs> 20 fucking wires and he just ripped it I, I, i'm not surprised i was worried when he came down <laughs> i was like he's gonna get scared someone's gonna you know tap the table or he gets so scared like, you can sneeze he'll fucking hit the ceiling tater, he's just gone scared, scared ass tater <laughs> that's funny dude that's one for the books so who are you looking forward to seeing uh at black christmas at black christmas dude yeah. um i for some, I can't get enough of holding my own yeah. right now, dude. I, I really like them. Liked They're band. good. They're um, really good. They played here a few times so far. Yeah, I've seen them a couple times. Yeah, um, I like Greg's you voice. You booked them. In yeah, your show. Yeah, yep. yeah, that yep. was good. Yeah, and they played at Edgeman yep. um, in July with uh, Out of Pocket. Yep. I was and, at that uh, show. Big Deal played that show, and it's just cool to see yeah. them. You know, because it's dude. They're so I don't understand you know, some bands. Like I love all hardcore bands, but there's. For just something about Hold My Own that I really like. Yeah, they're good. Um, they're really good. So it'd be fun to see them. And I've never seen the Coffin Cats. I want to see them. They're really good. Yeah. yeah. I really like yeah. them. I always have. I've always so been to like... Good live. I mean, even if you're not a fan shit, of that yeah. type of yeah. music, which I like some of it, um, they do a good job of it. And they got a, a real good kind of... Um, I don't even know what you call it. Um, like, uh, you know... That yeah, no, vibe to I, them, uh, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they remind me of, of um, uh, Tiger Army. If yeah. anybody has never listened to them, if you've listened yeah, to you Tiger Army, rockabilly psychopunk. Yeah, you got yeah. the hair. You could fucking sing Dude, for a psychopunk, hey, man. Yeah, you should I? I work. Go I buy work a stand-up bass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a big stand-up bass. Go buy some yeah. creepers mm -hmm. and uh, stand-up bass. Get down on it. Yeah, I can't wait. No, but they are really good. Oh, I was about to say something that. Is unknown, but uh, so I can't say it. Um, uh, uh, I'm just excited to see them, and they're um, they'll be playing at a time where I'll be yeah. able to see them. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, I, I'm excited to see Earth Mover again for sure. You know, um, oh yeah. I mean, that's probably who I'm excited to see the most. But I've seen them before, so I think CMI is probably. Um, I've not seen them yet, so I think that'll be cool. To I was them. gonna say that after yeah. you. Yeah, I think the only time they played here was uh, an after the tied down after show, and they like jumped on. Yeah, they did just a couple songs. Yeah, I think yeah. I it wasn't a full set. I was, I, I bought tickets to the after show, but after I was like, I'm leaving. I'm not staying for. I'm sorry, <laughs> Pain of Truth. I just watched you. I'm not watching you again. Right, Gotta yeah. go. <laughs> but um, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. No, CMI. I went down to Indiana to see them because yeah. I wanted to see them so fucking oh, bad yeah. with um, uh, D Block and Days Lost. And it was a floor show, like a VFW, dude. It was super fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so if they've gained so much more traction since then, if we get 
like the um, people f- f- traveling yeah. for for that side of the fest because there's so many it's so diverse with the bands that you know you don't know you know, what kind of crowd is really going to be yeah, there will sure. will each each room be chopped up into thirds you know with all the people that'll be there you know yeah. see who they want to see i'm trying to so what? i don't know how it's going to be i don't know yeah because i played it the one year um and i felt like it it, to, to even get to the rooms was difficult. So yeah. if you were like, okay, I want to see this band, but they're in the Majestic and I'm at the Magic Stick, it would take like 15 minutes to walk through all the people to try to get to the other spots. So you almost have to kind of pick and choose your where you want to be because I, 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 the last time I was there, it was so packed that I had to just kind of like decide where I wanted to post up. Cause, yeah. But um, they did a good job of kind of breaking it up you know, I've seen the, you know, what bands are playing what area. And so Ramon has done a great job trying to make sure that, you know, there's not a hardcore band going on in the same time as a hardcore band. So that way you're like, Hey, I want to see CMI, but I also want to see my buddy's band who's playing the garden bowl, you know? So she's kind of broken up really nicely. So cool. Good. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I'm sure you guys have a little more information that we can't, we can talk about. Yeah, who's... We're direct support. To yeah. Cold as life. <laughs> You're opening for them right away <laughs> and then setting up their shit after yeah. basically get there <laughs> well john's early. got fucking double duty that double night duty, yeah, yeah. So, yep. so so you're yes. in cold as life which is really cool because like they were they came to us and they're like you know since john's just gonna be playing why don't you guys just play right before us <laughs> and we're it's like oh perfect yeah I, I mean i guess guys if you really yeah want i can make that happen you know for fun we really wanted to play downstairs but. no but we are playing <laughs> early yeah we're at playing the garden early bowl. Shit, make sure you get there bowl. early Get there at like five. Shout out all the bands playing the Garden Bowl. It's going to be, I think, crazy. I mean, Dogs of Wars awesome playing. We're playing. Moral yeah. Pollution, Poison Tongues, um, Bad Beat. Beat. Uh, Strange ooh. Magic. But I don't think they're playing. Uh, I, I want to say they might be playing one of the other stages. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I think. I think. I'm not 100% on that. Me but, neither. But even. Be good to see suffocate faster. Chris is my, yeah. my yeah. friend. And I know, I know, I know the Gardens Bowl is going to be be running all night. It's going to be yeah. You know, if you want to hang out, there's yep. definitely time to hang out. You got the Lions game on that night too. Oh, Lions Cowboys. Lions. Go Lions! For the people who care. Yeah, yeah. You like football. Football, and it's a set. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, okay. Saturday. Yeah, it's another one of those Lions primetime Saturday yep. games. That's weird. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah dude. People will be loving the Lions this year. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple of friends who were like, I can't watch the UFC fight because the Lions are on. I'm like, why are they on Saturday? What's right. happening? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? But, um, dude, <clears throat> is there any uh, specific bands, Hunter, you're looking forward to see that you may have not seen before or see again? Yeah, I mean, everybody that we've already said, um, I'm stoked on, you know, CMI. I'm stoked on, obviously, Earth Mover, Cold as Life. Uh, stoked to see Section 8 again. Stoked on um, all the local bands. Uh, I gotta pull up the flyer. I I can't even think I have the band. Yeah. Never oh fuck! Game. Never ending game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just yeah. Uh, never ending game yeah. is just getting to the point where seeing them in front of a big ass crowd is just a fun experience. Crazy. Their new record is awesome. Shout out to those dudes. So I'm psyched to see them again. Them playing the Cold as Life reunion show at like two o'clock in the afternoon and getting the reaction they got that day was amazing. Uh, so I'm psyched. That. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It, I mean, it was. They did, but yeah. Uh, and then shout outs to, uh, the Borats and, uh, Jay Navarro and the Traders. Oh, yeah. So I skate with a bunch of dudes in Ann Arbor, our old bro, shout out the old bro crew. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, boomer crew. yeah, old, <laughs> Hey man, it's, it's great. Bunch of fucking old <laughs> punk rock dudes. We skate together. We listen to music and, uh, shout out Jay Navarro skates with us. Uh, and, and he and my boy Rob are in the Borats. They're like cool kind of basement indie surf rock type stuff. So they're playing, so they're awesome. Uh, and then the Traders. I mean, I've been a Suicide Machines fan since I was like 16 years old. So anything that Jay does, I'm, you know, that's another band from here that I've always loved. So psyched to see, you know, see that happen too. So kind of on the non-hardcore tip on the other side. Yeah, I'm excited to see yeah. those guys. The mustard Plug, I love Ska. So. And yeah, he, yeah, the fact that I'm playing a show with Mustard Plug and Earth Mover and Cold as Life, it's like, <laughs> dude, it's, uh, I mean, it is, I, exactly, like, what is Bizarre happening? World. <laughs> you know? Upside down. Incri- yeah. It's incredible, yeah. And, and here. 
in Detroit. Yeah. Man. Fuck Furnace Fest. We got to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No, no, don't. No, don't fuck Furnace Fest because Vigilante hopefully will be playing in the shed next year. <laughs> yeah. Those are your people, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I used to book that fest. So, oh, oh, no shit. Yeah, so in the early 2000s when I was doing tons of shows, uh, Chad was a buddy of mine and he asked me to help him out, you know, booking that fest. So um, I put together a lot of that festival uh, for a couple of years. He started it and did it and then he got to a point where he needed some help and I was just doing so many shows in the Southeast. He reached out and yeah, and it was cool. Uh, you know, Love is Red played probably the biggest show that we've ever played in our lives and you know, at the first one that happened after uh, COVID, which was insane. Uh, it's like a reunion type. Oh my god! Yeah, there. I mean, there's like ten thousand people there. It was. It was fucking nuts. I did see the videos. Oh, it was yeah, crazy. Wild. Yeah. Coolest experience. Yeah. It, my kid was there. I mean, he saw us play the biggest show we ever played. Because I mean, we played. You know, we we did some cool tours. We also played in front of nobody plenty of times. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. And uh, but it was sick. But yeah, no, those are. They're friends and they do an amazing thing and uh, yeah, they got a great festival that happens. So, because yeah. you guys did a super awesome like a pre-show in Nashville, right? Before yeah, that. that was funny because that was it was like Chad's my homie and and I kept telling him, hey, we're gonna do a pre-show because Love's Red's gonna like you know we want to do like a gear up show and he's like, oh yeah yeah sure like the whole time it's all good yeah whatever dude, stoked to have you and and but I don't think he ever thought we were gonna book like terror and come back in and drain and like with honor and book this huge show yeah, dude. <laughs> like, 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 i know so many people who went to nashville and yeah. drove back they're like and then yeah I have to go to furnace fest like, yeah it was funny yeah. and then we dropped that and it kind of ruffled some feathers and oh, you know oh, of God, not God. being like an official pre-show yeah. and so then we had to become an official pre-show because because those were just friends of ours like Shout out to Scott Vogel and Tara. Like, dude's fucking awesome. I mean, I, I booked, you know, shows for the first Terror Tour. Saw Buried Alive in high school, you know, like, you know, and uh, it was like we were doing it. We reached out and they were like, yeah, of course. And like, Andrew, Comeback Kid, Comeback Kid, or homies, you know, we're like, hey, we're doing this. You're playing Furnace Fest. Will you do this show with us? And they're like, yeah, for sure. So it was just amazing that like friends of ours with honor, we toured with them. Like, it was amazing that they all were just like, yeah, we'll do it. And I was kind of like, holy shit, they're really going to do it, you know? And then we had this huge show, and it was a lot of fun, but yeah. That's cool, yeah, when you're, like, throwing darts. That was a smaller venue, too, wasn't it? It, We had to move it outside. It turned into me putting on, like, my own festival. I had to book a huge outdoor stage. I had had to spend, like, 20 grand on a stage and a sound setup, and we had food trucks out. Like, it turned into this huge – we thought we were going to do a show, and then, like, sold, like, 800 tickets for it, and then it – yeah, we didn't have a venue and we had to figure it out, but <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, but it was awesome. And then we got shut down Hardcore. by the cops, and that was, you know, Tara played like a ripper of an eighteen-minute set, and oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a blast. It was a blast. That's fucking cool. That's hardcore, man. Keeping it, you know, fucking DIY. Yeah, fuck. absolutely. Yeah, that's really cool. The fucking dude, once him back to fucking uh, Black Christmas. That's it's like can't get enough of. The diversity of the bands, all the punk bands that I want to see. <clears throat> and then, you know, it's just, it's mind-blowing to see here in Detroit. All the shit, we're so privileged. We had to put Tied Down and the Coldest Live show. And then it's fucking Yeah, we're Christmas, getting some good stuff, which man. Which a lot of the time. So I'm saying, like, dude, Detroit's popping. That's yeah. what, as, as soon as I started one of the shows here, I was like, this scene has something special going on right now. It, right it, now. It's cool yeah. to, like, have a fest, like, Tied Down where, you know, 19 20 21 year old me was driving to hellfest 10 you know? hours and yeah it was like you know i didn't have a lot of money and i remember it just it was great but you know it's nice to have one in your backyard dude it's 20 minutes away i literally just well, like crazy. i drove my motorcycle one day and just parked in the yeah. street and just kind of and it's nuts because there's probably fucking 10 festivals right now that are like that and yeah. like in the early 2000s in the late 90s like John said, you might have Hellfest or like Gainesville Fest in Florida before it turned into a fest. That was kind of a little thing. And, you know, there was Michigan Fest in the late 90s up here, you know, but that was like, that wasn't like tied down. That was way more fucking DIY, you know, but but now with like, you know, tied down and FYA and Sound and Fury and LDB and like, you know, it's just like the list goes on. There's just all these insane festivals that are, you know, that are popping off anywhere you live. You could go to the craziest festival of your life and it's like two hours away, maybe, you know, like there's that much happening right now. It's just, it's awesome. 
different regional fests are easier uh, for most people to get to. And I remember being broke as fuck. Like, I would never be able to just go to a festival. Like, back in the day, but now you see, you know, so many people that are just going all over the country, every fucking festival. But I can barely afford it. But then, there's no way I was Yeah, it, it, I remember going to Hellfest several years in a row, and, and you just have, like, five, six people cramming a car. You all oh, yeah. share a hotel. You know, you're eating super cheap, you know, and just splitting gas money and just Having trying to save all the too. money you can right? save for merch because yeah. there's just so much merch to buy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the furthest I ever went as a teenager was like fucking Toledo. I went to Toledo to see like Pale Horse. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that That's hilarious. But uh, yeah. I was Shout out so Connecticut broke. hardcore. Oh, fuck right? yeah. <laughs> I never had a license, but, but no money ever. It's idiot you know it's like damn it all my friends were going to uh, you know uh new england metal fast or you know yeah they went to uh, that seventh dagger fest yeah guitar played and or what was uh there's something about syracuse i forgot what was up that way well syracuse was Hellfest. okay but then yeah. the last year it got moved to elizabeth new jersey yeah. so yeah elizabeth new jersey yep nobody goes there except e-town country yep <laughs> yeah pretty much Dude, I, I was what e-town was gonna would fucking play here eventually. They're gonna be in Kentucky. Yeah, you know? I, I know. Like I saw that fest they're, they're playing. Weeks, yeah, they'll yeah. eventually. Yeah, play they here. will. If they're not, if they're not tied down, I feel like Terror Zone needs to fucking do an E Town. <laughs> there you go, show. dude. <laughs> there we go. They're in. One of the best bands ever. Seriously, bring Seriously. it, bring it. I don't know, man. Who's <laughs> got any other fucking cool, hard hitting questions that I can get to the bottom of on this fucking? Terror Zone episode. I mean, you know, we're doing, uh, we just announced a show this past week too, after Black Christmas, we're doing Parts of Labor with D-Block and Enemy of God. Uh, hard Count. Hard Count. And The Boy Detective. Yeah. yeah. Is that a ska band? Dope ska Okay. Band. Yeah. It's, hey, man, I, I, I... It's Camden's brother's band. Oh, okay. So, from singer D-Block, if anybody doesn't know. Oh, right on. His brother can't, or, I don't know his brother's name, but he has a ska band. Right on. And That's cool. They're good. They're fucking good. So if you like ska, I probably like them. I'm yeah. very picky with ska. I love the Mighty Mighty Boss songs, though. Dude, okay. Yeah. Well, that would. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick if a it, lane of ska, it yeah. would definitely be that way. Yeah. yeah. I like the heavier ska. Yeah. But. Camden does a song with them. That's sweet. Oh, oh he has a hard fucking breakdown yeah. in one of their, Hell yeah. their newest songs. Yeah, I'm sure I'll like so, it. So Camden does it. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it almost goes. You know, the suicide machines around because, yeah. you know, the oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, the, and, and suicide not, machines you know? is back when, when I was younger, they were Jack Kevorkian and the suicide machines, and I went to their tape release at the Falcon Theater. <laughs> oh, <shit>. And <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> the tape was called Green World. and um, That's one of their albums now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. And I like them, too. They're like, you know, again, a little heavier ska. And, uh, but, I yeah, I don't remember how old I was. I was in high school, but... I remember the show was amazing. We yeah. can squeeze what, like 90, 100 people in parts and labor? So it's the capacity is 100. Sick. So with so the bands, yeah. so maybe 75 paid, maybe yeah. like 80 paid with all the band members. That'll be know. fun. Yeah. So but that's so wall to wall. Can't wait. You know that smash Can't wait. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 I've been to a couple so shows there. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm just saying, it yeah. fucking sells out. Yeah, Can't you, wait. Get, you get 50 people in there. There's, yeah, there's, oh, it's ugly. You're yeah. not getting away from getting you're smashed. Gonna... Oh, <laughs> I can't wait, dude. It'll be sick. I can't, can't wait. Enough. Like, you know, it'll be a crazy fun show. Lots of people, you know, moshing hard, yeah. but you gotta respect that. Yeah. I know the owner, and then, that's not how it is anymore. Like, people just go fuck places up, you know, yeah. but they have, whatever. Back in the day, it was. Great, but the owner's a great guy. He fucking supports these bands. He's always always booked hardcore metal shows you know in the it's area. awesome so it's just I'm cool that he's willing yeah and knowing fully aware of like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know in such a small place yeah and so it's just cool to see you know Hell like, yeah. yeah let's do it shout yeah. out d black thanks yeah, cam thanks for, for putting us. this on can't wait to play that show it's gonna be awesome dude it's gonna be fun and um i'm i'm Part of the uh, bass players union for d black so <laughs> there's John's quite a rotation. few of us so and rotation that night no, oh. no, I'm just saying I, I, I'm i glad I'm part of the union uh, of the bass player. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, he's got insurance and a pension through that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, it's going to be fucking fun. Um, that place weird. Have, have you been there? No, I've never been there. Okay. Do, yeah. Well, they have really good I've just seen too, videos. So I can't wait. If you want food, you fucking show up early, get food before you, you know, 
slaps of them with a hot dog. You want to throw your fucking grilled cheese, yeah. you know, to make yeah. All right. Hey, so you're saying I should smack somebody with the grilled cheese? <laughs> or a hot dog. This jalapeno poppers end up in someone's Just have some fries covered in cheese and just smash it over someone's face. That has to happen. I need to see a fucking grilled cheese smushed in someone's face during vigil. Just just mushing it in their face. So disrespectful. So before I forget, we're covering Helmet at Black Christmas. We're covering the song in the meantime. So for all you older people that will know the song, come come sing along with for us. All your so, 90s we, heads. so we're hoping it goes over well. We're just we're kinda like Learn rolling the dice. <laughs> Hopefully the younger kids have kind of had a resurgence of helmet. So Honestly, I never, I don't know if I've ever heard that. Start song. learning the words. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, you know, Helmet was like a hardcore adjacent and kind of in their own lane in the 90s, but it's just a heavy, groovy song. Yeah. It'll just, just break and up the set a little our bit. Our drummer, he was just like, we should cover Helmet. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And I was, I was certain it would not fly with all the rest of the guys, but everybody was like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, holy shit, that was easy. <laughs> that's cool, man. Yeah. It's cool. I know Poison Tongues are doing some cool shit with their set, too. Hell yeah. I can't say. It's not my place to say yeah. it, but if you want to see some awesome fucking history made with Poison Tongues. Were they playing a fucking ICP song or something? <laughs> no, I, I, I can't say. It's not for me to say. I mean, to can't blow it. the cover. You know, um, you just have to... You may find out before the set, but I'm just saying... I didn't think you were going to drop our cover song. Uh-oh. Now the internet will have time to react well, and be like, shit's dumb. Well... <laughs> Used to have are you, are you talking about are you talking about the the Lenny? Yeah. All right. Well, fuck that. I'm just gonna say it. Okay. Lenny's singing some songs with him. He uh, it's already it's already been dropped. Okay. Noise avocation. They already dropped it. Lenny <laughs> Lenny went on there and he's like, yeah, I'm doing songs with them. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not a secret. Okay, I didn't listen to that one. Yeah. Yeah. He did say. Okay, yeah. He okay. announced it. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool to hear. So, yeah, because he was obviously. Yeah. Lenny singer. will blow his fucking voice out two songs <laughs> with Poison Tongue, and he's gonna ruin his own. The headlining set. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's got some practice. Dude, shout out Letty, though. Lenny's a fucking, one of my best friends. He's a great guy. He's solid, I, I'm man. so excited to see. Uh, do, do, you, do you remember um, Tyrant's uh, CD release show at that Magic uh, Stick show? Poison Tongues play. Do you remember that? Oh, which Did album, you go? It was it. It was the last one we put out. Yeah, Extinction, yeah. Yeah, I do remember it happening. So I don't think I would. I, I, I remember Lenny knocking me off the stage. I'm like mid-singing, <laughs> and he just, just fucking bulldozes me off the stage. And I'm like, Dave did it enough to me, so I was used to it. But, you know, I, I'm just like looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, And he just had this wild, crazy fucking look in his eye. And that's the Lenny that we'll see you know black christmas he's just going to be this fucking like Maniac. a tasmanian devil psychopath. Just, yeah. i can't wait dude Hell i can't yeah. fucking wait cause i i know they've done a couple reunions over the past like 10 years or yeah. so <clears throat> and i went to that one uh motor city fest but i left before they played yeah they, it was it was good it was a good yeah i think i thought they played good they you know they played all the hits i think the shelter though it was more contained it was smaller a lot of kids just there was nowhere for anyone to go so i mean you just got caught in the mosh it was it was great is that shit happening in the big room the majestic theater are they gonna have the barricades or no i if there is i'm fucking setting that bitch up i mean because i've i've seen lenny will probably pick them up and throw them or something get these barricades out of here yeah i mean i've seen heavy bands in there with like hey brie played there there's barricades but then when Turnstile played, there was no barricades. Yeah, you know, I've seen it's yeah. a long time ago, but I know from Murphy's Law and Blacklisted uh, played there. Um, Damn, yeah. the big room? Yeah, yeah, from Gorilla Biscuits. Oh, the Gorilla Biscuits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think um, yep. This Is Hell played that too or something. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that was a good and show. I remember that being fun, people all over the fucking stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, so, was, that, was, that was packed too. Yeah, I think it just it depends on the band. You know, they can say what they want them there. With Ramona booking that, I'm sure she... Yeah, that show, at, I mean, the last Colded Life show, like I took a picture and sent it to John standing in the back. It was just a fucking sea of people. Like it was crazy how many people were there watching them. Like it was nuts and incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be just as incredible, I think, um, you know, for us to get them two times in, you know, three months or four, 
whatever two months it's yeah you know and you're in the van john yep. like, yeah yeah uh, are you looking forward to it again yeah oh yeah She's yeah going we're well playing playing some different stuff. songs mixing up the set list a little bit so there'll be there'll be some stuff that we played last show and then uh some other songs so yeah yeah we'll find out cool guys break it up a little bit you yep know, different you know songs and uh, some shit you know i'm sure there's some people were like, oh, they didn't play that song. Yeah, they, there there was a lot of that. Like, oh, you guys playing this? And then like, no. And then, oh man, that's my favorite song. So we tried to, tried to. You I'm sure know, everybody has a favorite yeah, song. I know. Man, everybody can yeah. name any random. Oh man, I wish. They but there, but there were a couple that, you know? songs that I think <laughs> a lot of people were like, oh man, I wish you would have played that. So we've included those in the set. So good. It's gonna be wild. Yeah, it'll be sick. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be, be a nuts. crazy day. Um, I think, I think doors are like three or so. Three or four. Get there early. Yep. Vigilante in the Garden Bowl. Come in. Marshal the slice of pizza. Yeah. Hey, Slap each other around. Like, um, uh, re-entry or anything? Do I don't. Idea? No oh, clue. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure that'll be, yep. There'll be some sort of fucking frequently asked questions. Yeah. Posted eventually, yep. I'm sure. Yeah, they'll probably drop, you know, like a lineup and set times and stuff, you know, with, with other things. I'm psyched so. to see the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how it's all going to fuck with who mm-hmm. I have to miss and who I don't have to miss. Yeah. yeah. Apologize for that now. Well, <laughs> I mean, dude, we fucking packed everything in with oh, Hunter's yeah. fast talking. He wrapped up his little story. <laughs> 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 right out for the hour. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I know you just dropped your shit. You got yeah, it. man. I'm sure you got some stuff. You know, you're working on new stuff. Yeah. You know, the, yep. You know, we got some. We got some new songs. We'll, we'll we're planning on playing a new song. Um at Black Christmas, along with the we'll album play, cover. Yeah, we'll play a few new songs that yeah. aren't recorded. We say new because, yeah. you know, but we'll, we have a handful of songs. So we're hoping we'll do that D-Block show and then maybe record some more stuff. Yeah. So put out some more songs. And like then, to do an EP, maybe like on vinyl or something. Yeah. So we'll, we'll probably try to find someone to put that out. And But thanks to everybody that's listened to us, yeah. man. I feel like, um, you know, Spotify to me is like, it's like one of those alternate worlds. I, I just, I, I'm a physical copy guy. So, you know, when, when people are like, oh, you got all these plays on Spotify, I'm like, what's that mean? And, you know, so to see, you know, a lot of people listening to us, that's cool, especially oh, yeah. from all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank uh, you. I see those numbers too. And it's, yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. It's you know, pretty sick. On Spotify alone, and then, you know, everybody with their Apple. Bullshit ass yeah. apple. Yeah. Or if you picked up a CD at our first show, because, yeah. you yeah. know, John's old school like that. <laughs> yeah, we got so you CDs. Top four tapes. You yeah. Got yep. Too, right? yep. Shout out Jimmy, Jimmy top four yeah. tapes. So we still, um, we still have a few copies left. I know Jimmy still has some, so he's going to probably have his available at our merch table. Um, yep. So we'll hopefully just sell it all out. And then uh, the D Black show have some new stuff. So, cool. Yeah. To it. Hell yeah! Great time. Hell yeah! Uh, Sick. Is gonna rule. Uh, do whatever you got to do to be in the Garden Bowl uh, when other times are announced. Have pizza, have a beer, and listen to Vigilante. At the same or time. a root beer. Or a root beer for the Straight Edge. <laughs> Shout out Detroit Straight Edge. Shout out Detroit Straight Edge. Detroit Straight Edge. A mumble and fucking slur. And thank you, Rob, for all yeah, you're thanks doing. Thanks for having us. Appreciate yeah, it, man. Dude, I've been fucking looking forward to this one. Terror Zone. Terror Zone. That's what it is. And you're in a cul-de-sac called Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Detroit Court. Detroit Detroit Court. That's where I'm at. 